want some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice. From unqualified people. Are you professional or not? No way. For sake, man, you're amateur. Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill-Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Great lead in. Yes. Oh, way to lead into 55. Yep. Episode 55 is here, you sacks of something. You sacks of good listeners. Yep. There you we go. Appreciate it. 55. Thanks for sticking it out. 55. Thanks for yeah. sticking it out. That's the best way to explain yeah. it. No, we appreciate it always. We always tell you that, and we honestly do. And we just can't get enough of the, you people downloading our podcast, getting new listeners all the time. Yep. This is fantastic. It really is. This is what keeps me going. This and a lot of cholesterol. This, yeah, mostly bacon. <laughs> I mean, you would think it would be the laugh of my children that keep me from putting a gun in my mouth. Nope, this show. Keep listening. Also, you don't have to pull a trigger if you put a gun in your mouth. Oh, I never do. I'm yeah. such a pussy. <laughs> it just... <laughs> Just like the taste of gunmetal. <laughs> yeah. Gunpowder and gunmetal. Yep. Oh, man. I'm so, like Clint Eastwood. If he aged 20 years and really let himself go. <laughs> He's pretty old as he yeah, goes. Yeah. But you're like, no, worse. Yeah. Worse. Way worse. If Clint Eastwood turned into Gary Busey. <laughs> then aged 20 years <laughs> and really let himself go. So if he was just Gary Busey, twenty years, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah, or Nick Nolte, really either one of the two. God of them. damn it! Uh, I have all. I'm a huge Gary Busey fan because of how insane he's been over the last couple oh, of years. Oh, that guy's batshit. Where he's just like. Everyone just goes, should we ask Gary Busey? And, the, and then somebody just goes, why the hell would we ask Gary Busey? And then, and then he Kool-Aid mans it through a wall and just goes, here's why you asked Gary Busey. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Someone mentioned his name. He's like the Beetlejuice of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> like you say Gary Busey more than once and he just shows up. Yeah, It's like even Bloody Mary had to say it like five times. Yeah. Yep, nope, Gary Busey twice, and he just he Kool-Aid mans your wallet, just goes, here's why you call Gary Busey. Good thing is, though, you say his name twice, he'll show up, scare Bloody Mary away. It yeah. works every time. Scares everyone away, yeah. your house guests. <laughs> the vermin yeah. that might live in the in the foundation. Yeah. Your wife. Yeah. Everyone's leaving. And then he does that weird thumbs up, one eye wink thing he does, you know, when he's real shit face. On TV. <laughs> I think that's his life. Yeah. That's, I think it, he's just uh, Yeah, he doesn't up. do it on TV. Yeah, one eye winking, just weird. I don't know that's that he's him. actually just winking with one eye. Yeah. I think he actually is just having a constant stroke. <laughs> How many strokes have you had, mister? What, like today? <laughs> yeah, he no, he just goes one since 1996 <laughs> <laughs> oh shit we we got some fucking questions tonight we do and the, oh and they're good they're some of the best ones that we've had i i i want to say that aloud cuz I, I think it's true i hope we do them justice tonight well, we're going to give it a shot. We that's are. that's one thing that's true. And the only way we're going to know is if you give us feedback and tell us what you think. Yeah. Yeah, especially the first one I think is funny. Uh, what we do want to talk about, though, first is that we do have a couple of stand-up dates coming up. First off, Bill's going to be yeah. at the Park Hotel. Come see me tomorrow night at the Park Hotel. It's uh, also a punk show, but they asked us to do it last year around this time. Yep. And we didn't know what the fuck it was going to be, and we did it, and it was a lot of fun. Yep. So I'm definitely doing it this time. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow night, uh, June 7th at, uh, I don't know, 8 o'clock? 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. It's a free show. Well, not for them. I made them pay me. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's a free show. It's going to start at 9. They have three bands coming on. The headliner, Squirrel Tap, it's their uh, record release uh, concert. 
Yep. So you're going to want to go down there and check that out and then uh, check out uh, comedian Mike Cheatwood and myself. Yep. So uh, Bill will be at Park Hotel at 9 o'clock tomorrow night, and then Bill and I will both be at Square State uh, July 6th. Brewing July, July 6th. Or 7th. 6th. One of them. Yeah, it's, it's the 6th. one of them. It's July 6th, starting at 8 o'clock, and that'll be uh, – it might actually start a little bit earlier than that, but that'll be a hell of a show. We're really going to pull out all the stops and really try to make the yuck yucks happen on that uh, one. Well, quite honestly, I try every gig I am to like pull out all the stops. Make yeah, I mean, yuck me yucks. too. I've, I don't know that I've ever actually been like, I'm phoning this one in. Yeah, yeah I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go up there and see what happens. Yeah, just like – I'm just going to yeah. go up there and just be about yeah. it. Yeah, no. But yeah, I uh, just went up there one time, played the whole intro to Ayakata de Vita, baby. Yeah. The whole organ section. Yeah. Played it all. I did one time where I, uh, I, I actually just did a narration of the movie Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, you got the most laughs. Yeah, the Weird. most laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough, not at the parts you would think. Not yeah. the parts you would think. It's mostly when uh, when Michael Win or when uh, the fat guy from f- uh, Family Guy, whatever the Michael fuck. Winslow. No, no, that wasn't Michael Winslow. Wasn't? No, Michael Winslow was oh. the Police Academy dude. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, when they what the hell was that TGIF show? I don't fucking know. You know, with with Urkel. Yeah, f- uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. So the fat Can black I dude. Do that? Yeah, the fat black dude from Family Matters was the police uh, the police officer yeah. in the street during Die Hard. And uh, it was mostly during his lines, but not the funny ones that you would think. It was that he was eating donuts and people laughed. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, Inside well, jokes aside. Yeah. Let's get on with these fucking questions we're sitting on. These are good. <laughs> hey, everyone. We know you love the show, but do you want us to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, at our Gmail, Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. All right, so this one is pretty ridiculous. My boyfriend wants me to take a dump in front of him to prove that I'm not cheating. My apartment is fairly old, so it takes a while for the water to heat up. Sometimes while I'm waiting for the shower to get warm, I take a dump. I don't want to flush the toilet and screw up the water temperature, so I'll dump and shower and then flush the toilet. A few days ago, I spent longer than usual washing my hair and completely forgot to flush when I left the shower. Anyway, my boyfriend came over later that night. He went to the bathroom, stayed in there for a few minutes without making any sound, and then emerged with a completely dead look on his face. He asked whose shit was in the toilet. I was mortified and explained that I had forgotten to flush, but he just kept asking whose shit it was to the point where it became obvious he wasn't trying to tease me. Then he said, what guy's shit in your toilet? (laughs) By now, I was completely bewildered. I told him again that I had just forgotten to flush. He replied that I was a liar, and that no girl could take a dump that big. And he was completely serious. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was in this conversation and I couldn't get upset or angry. I just said like an idiot, but it's my shit with a question mark. That was yesterday. I have absolutely no idea what to do. I guess we could compromise and I could take a dump in the toilet then call him in to see it. But this is just too weird and bizarre and gross. I seriously love this man, but I'm honestly at complete loss. He made it clear this is a deal breaker for him. How on earth do I handle this? Ah, <laughs> uh, just a uh, God, take another Duke and just be like, listen, the dipshit, get in here. I think it's take funny that he's like look. a forensic dumpologist, where he's <laughs> forensic just dumpologist. Where he just goes, "This is a man shit." Yeah. I've watched enough NCIS Miami yeah. to know when a guy's been shit. I'm taking some toilet. real screamers, and this is not a lady shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, does he, what does he think happens when a lady goes in there where she's yeah. just like, 
and a little tiny nugget yeah. falls out. And it's he's just like, like deer poop or rabbit yeah. pellets. They just fall to the bottom of the toilet. He just has had like the worst, the yeah. worst anatomy education of all time. <laughs> I thought you guys shat potpourri. What the hell's this in the toilet? The other thing, though, too, is that how big are her shits? <laughs> yeah, this is really a two-parter <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah, where, where she, he's like, this is a man shit. And she's yeah. like, well, it's my shit. She's like, I can't really flush it when I'm in the shower because it takes a long time for me to stomp it down there. <laughs> she's like, I've got some GI problems, yeah. you know. So, I mean, there's a real two-parter here. Who shit right. is this? It looks like Sasquatch's been eating Outback Steakhouse <laughs> yeah. for the last month. What is this? Like Sasquatch from the fucking jerky commercials? What the fuck? <laughs> so, there's the two-parters. Like, how the fuck does he know that ladies yeah. don't shit as big as he's seeing? And then the second maybe one is... Maybe he has petite poops. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Petite Also, pooper. yeah, maybe he's got like a real small anus. And so he's like, my shits aren't that big. A real tight one. Yeah, they come out soft-servy and weird. <laughs> and, then, and then how the hell big is she shitting? Where it's kind of like he goes, this is weird. Yeah. I think you're seeing someone yeah. who's leaving their calling card in the toilet. Yeah, Karen. right? Did you do a lot of anal beforehand? <laughs> what is this? Like, this is a fucking van parking, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a Marine platoon took the same shit at the same time. Just <laughs> one whole platoon. <laughs> just, just, just a huge fucking dumper. In his brain, though, I like that he made the connection where he goes, you know what's going to fix this? Me watching her deuce. <laughs> You take one in front of me right now. You know, it's going to be funny is if, if she does it, if she agrees to it, right? She's really grunting one out and letting her have it. And then afterwards, he goes like this. I can no longer think of you sexually. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, this is exactly what I didn't want. (laughs) You've made things real awkward, Karen. Yeah, this is this is basically the plot of misery. I wish you would have gone out and cheated on me. Now it's weird. Now I've seen you shit. I don't want to be near you. I want to keep some of the mystery alive. (laughs) Fuck, Karen. (laughs) You've really shattered some walls. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'll be at my mother's. I can't believe you shit like this. (laughs) Just just magazine. It doesn't even cell phone it. Just an old-timey magazine. (laughs) It's like a stuff magazine. She's just fucking grumping. (laughs) Maybe she has like a farmer's almanac from the year 2003. (laughs) She's just reading. Did it rain that day? Yeah. Interesting. They thought it was going to be a strong season. I got your strong season right here. Look me in the eye what I do. Yes. Is this making you... Yeah, I, I, I still think she's in the right. Well, girl. yeah, of course. Oh fuck, this guy's. Weird. I mean, I mean, of course yeah. she is. How is she not yeah. in the right on this one? She's like, it's my shit, and he's like, I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. Take one Who, now. Who's shit in your Take toilet one right now? Like no one else has been in here. It's like that shit's not from a lady. Yeah. Like, well, then what do you? Th- I just want to know again. What is he thinking? Like. Is he going to measure it out? Like, this is not ladies' shit. Like, the girth is just yeah. way too much. Is that? Did he get in there? Like, he was in there so long that he was, like, measuring it out. Yeah. Did he have, like, a pocket tape measure that he was like, the girth is just too much on this one? This poop is definitely three Keurigs. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, he's just in yeah. there just, this is too much. This is just too much poop. Too much poop. I shit, like, three times a day, and I don't shit this much. <laughs> I would laugh. And she's like, all right, fine, I'll fucking do it. I'll take a shit right in front yeah. of you. Why are you unbuttoning your shirt? <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, I seem to maybe He's cross like, the line. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> I will be. He goes, you're going to have to take a shit in front of me. Not in a toilet. <laughs> Not in the toilet. <laughs> On this glass, <laughs> this glass <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> I'm going to lay underneath it. And you're going to do your business there. That way I can make sure there's no foul play. Call me Mr. Chang. (laughs) (laughs) Why why is it that everyone goes, oh, it's shit porn or shit uh, play or whatever? And everyone's like, is that an Asian businessman? (laughs) (laughs) 
Like they're famously into getting pooped on a coffee table. Asian businessmen. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> you could find that anywhere, really, in Asia. Yeah, you could Google it. Yeah. Don't. 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 A gl- <laughs> it's called a glass bottom boat, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that serious? Yeah, that's serious. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. I mean, I know it has a name because it has to. Everything that's sexual has to have a name. But I can't believe that's the name. Because I think if you just call it lady shitting on a glass table, no one's going to buy into it. But Asian glass bottom boat will get you some places oh, on Google. You could sell some tickets to a glass bottom boat. Yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up that there's gonna be marketing there's gonna be one guy that's just like this mormon missionary that just goes oh i bet you could see some fish down there and he clicks on it goes (laughs) gary what are you watching oh no why is jesus clean of why are you still watching it i don't know look away You have a boner. It's like the Ark of the Covenant. My face is melting and I'm erect. <laughs> Just like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they didn't pan yeah. down to that Mongolian character. Yeah, not at all. But he was erect the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Just, yeah, if you don't want to give your computer virus. Just check out Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same, really. Oh, lady. You could finish to both. Yeah, I think what you do is really just grump one out right in front yeah. of him. Don't even do it in the toilet. Be yeah. like, nope, you want this. Yeah. Lay out some newspaper, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to be so goddamn ridiculous, Rick, yeah. I'm going to fucking shit right in yeah. front of you. You're going to deal with it. <laughs> you deal with it. That's some bran muffins earlier. <laughs> I've had broccoli, hard-boiled eggs, and bran muffins for a week. Yeah. Get ready. Yep, get some plastic ready for this son of a bitch, because oh. we're packaging it up and sending it to the fucking bat, the garbage. Open that window, Rick. <laughs> Open that goddamn window. Oh, you don't want me to do it now? Too fucking bad. Yeah. You've nope. gone past the point of no return. Guess what? Call you're cheaters. Get, yeah. Call cheaters. Tell them to come here right yep, now. Yep, you're getting delivered a shit sandwich. <laughs> you tell me if I'm cheating, dick shit. Yeah, hopefully it tastes like fucking cheating. <laughs> tastes like cheating. <laughs> Actually, it tastes a lot like broccoli. Yeah. Mostly tastes like bran muffin. Tastes like banana. That's our advice, lady. Just really yeah. let them have it. But make him pay for it. You know, oh, like, yeah. just do it in the bed. And be like, ah, we'll see ya. Yeah. And then kick him out. Yep. Take have him take the shit sheets with him. Oh, or 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 do it, and then package it up all nice like at something from a butcher shop, and then be like, put this in the garbage. <laughs> hey, give it to him. What is this <laughs> proof? I love you, Rick. <laughs> yeah, and then hand it to him and go. We're through, and put that in the garbage. <laughs> well that's good advice hey guys how you guys enjoying the show if you want to reach us please do so at twitter at dear ill advised on facebook at dear ill advised and at gmail at dear ill advised at gmail.com also you can reach us at our website illadvised.podbead.com all right, so am I the asshole for sleeping with my cousin? I recently broke up with my boyfriend, and I'm going through a rough patch. Nothing serious, just a lot of negative emotions. I was excited to spend some time with my family, get my mind off things. We catch up, have a fantastic dinner, drinks are flowing, I got quite tipsy. Me and Tom, who is her cousin, were Snapchatting each other and making fun of our drunk parents. Suddenly, our convo got a bit more playful. I put down my phone and tried to pay more attention to the heated Brexit debate that was taking place. I couldn't be bothered to listen, so picked my phone up again and started downright flirting with Tom. We keep chatting over Snapchat throughout the entire night. Uh, it got quite late and everyone went to bed. Me and Tom kept texting each other. I felt I tell him to come to my room so we can catch a f- uh, can watch a film. 
He did it, and as you can imagine, we never got around to seeing the film. The morning after, Tom and his parents were leaving early, so I got up to say my goodbyes. I went back to have breakfast and enjoy the rest of the weekend. My parents came in the room and started shouting at me. My mom is a light sleeper, so when she heard movement upstairs, she woke up. She proceeded to hear us have sex. <laughs> and God, was she upset. I got called pretty much every name in the book. She said that she will not get over it, and even if she does, then she will not forget it. Both mom and dad are not currently speaking to me. I am not sure if they will tell my uncle or aunt, and I really hope not. My argument is that he isn't related to me, and there were no strings attached. We both made that clear when we woke up in the morning. My parents said I am a disgrace to this family. Am I the asshole? No, not <laughs> at all. So, so two <laughs> things tell me about this story. Well, one, is she said, he's not related to me. Yeah. Fuck it then. I mean, well, it it never really it never really says that Tom. Like there's a a previous there's a previous paragraph where she describes Tom being her cousin, but yeah. it never says in that paragraph that Tom wasn't a cousin by blood. Like it never says in there. Could be marriage. Step it's cousin. implied later. Yeah, but yeah, that first paragraph's like, oh, I banged my cousin. Am I a dick? Yeah, and it's just like the whole time it's like we hang out as a family and I like my family and Tom's my cousin and he's a good dude. That's basically the first paragraph. It is not like, hey, this cousin by marriage has come around and I like him a great deal. It's not that. So there's still like an implication. It's implied that he's not blood relatives. Yeah. But you but never really know. You don't. Right? But here's the thing, too. Even if they were, and she said a thing, oh, we were talking about the Brexit, which leads uh, me to believe that they're in uh, the UK. Well, yeah, she ter- marrying- used the terms mom and dad. Yeah, mom. Mom. Yeah. Not mom, mom and dad. Yeah. So, so yeah, she's English yeah, for sure. English. And in the British Isle, marrying your first cousin still isn't a big taboo. It's not? Not at all. Are you sure? Yeah, it's still, uh, yeah, in uh, British Isles, even in Ireland. Uh, well, that's part of the British Isles, sure. Fucking your first cousin or marrying your first cousins or second cousin, third cousin, it's still not a taboo. Wow. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know yeah. if this is by blood or by marriage. To those people, it does not matter. And so not related could not mean the same thing as here. Well, I mean, in the UK, if you're not related, you might lose a boner if you find out. It's like, oh, we're not related. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, boner's gone. Thanks. Yeah, you're pro yeah. or anti-Brexit. Yeah. And we're related? What? Yeah, let's do this. I'm hot. So, no, I was watching this one uh, one documentary back in the day, this crazy There's gypsy. a documentary about, about cousin fucking in oh, England? Yeah. Oh yeah, I filmed them myself. It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just wish my cousins were just, on board. <laughs> you just go like this. You just you just flew over there and had a bunch of cameras on there. You're like, fuck your cousin. <laughs> I'm an American. I have a gun. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> And then, yeah. and then one person goes. One person goes. We always do. Yeah. And then you just go. Interesting. <laughs> end of documentary. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, it won no awards whatsoever. <laughs> I actually haven't released it. One restraining yeah. order. Yeah, I was. Asked. Which you count as an award. Yeah. It's almost a daytime Emmy, really. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just not allowed to go back to Europe ever. Uh, you know, but I'm, I'm well, just, when they get out of the EU, hello Europe. <laughs> no, I'll just take my talents to Thailand where anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> he basically yeah, is singing that song from Temple of Doom the whole time. He's walking around Thailand. <laughs> anything goes. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Them fucking their cousins are the least weird thing that happens over in that place. Yeah. So let's get back to the old thing here. Is she the asshole for doing this? No. 
They sound like they're both consenting adults. They are. And so no one has any business to tell them what to do whatsoever. Sure. If it's consenting adults, regardless of who it is or where they're at. Do you they, think do you think it matters if they are actually blood relatives? As gross as that sounds to us and many, many normal people. Sure. If it's consenting adults, you really don't have a say in it. Yeah. So I mean, so maybe if they want to get together like culturally, it's it's weird. But if they want to get together and smash peepees, I suppose, you yeah. know, then uh, smash their uglies together then. That's yeah, all smashing piss holes, you know. Fuck it. So it's you're just uh, not in the wrong regardless. You know, it's just kind of odd that the old uh, that you, I think what we could take from this is that even if you don't see something going as far as it could have with a lady that you might be liking, um, throwing her a bunch of Snapchats seems to work. <laughs> And I think we could take yeah. that from this at least. Well, anyway. because if you notice, she said that she tried to get involved back into the conversation and put her phone down, and then the phone uh, gets picked back up when the conversation gets a little droopy, and then she's like, "Oh, hey, Tom is still doing some things here," and the presumption is that he's at the same fucking table. And so then they start, like, Snapchatting across the table, and it gets suggestive. So really, all I'm saying is that you got to get on Snapchat, really. <laughs> That's our advice. Get on Snapchat. Yeah, you got to get on Snapchat. fuck whoever you want. This isn't for this lady. This is for you all listening. Snapchat. Get on Snapchat and start pounding some, you know, smashing piss holes. Yeah. Apparently, you could do it to whoever you want. Yeah, even your first cousin. Fuck. You know what? If you thought your family reunion was kind of boring, Snapchat. Yeah, That'll liven shit up quick. Hell yeah. Just just start flirting with your cousins. Yeah, Yeah, just go to the UK. Yeah. Mississippi. Fucking A. You're you're in. It's weird that the UK and Mississippi and Louisiana and, uh, you know, parts of Texas would have the same rules. It's the Thailand rules. Yeah. Anything goes. Yeah. It, I, I also think that it may be like some old English. Those gays better not marry, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll cornhole my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it's I think yeah. it's just some old English yeah. leaveover is what it is. Yeah. Like, we like tobacco and we like uh, slaves and uh, first cousins. Yeah. What's so wrong about that? You're the one living in sin with another man's penis in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Someone's wife's like, well, what if my cousin's gay? Can I fuck my cousin then? <laughs> yeah. Fuck him back straight. You'd be yeah. doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I'm going to pray the gay away, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pray it with my mouth. Yeah, I'm going to pray with my mouth wide open on my knees. Yeah. So anyway, the question is, is she the asshole? No. No, lady, you're not. I don't think so. I think that maybe collectively her and Tom are kind of an asshole. Like one asshole for fucking so close to the other family. Yeah, that's an asshole. That's a dick move all in itself. You know, like, I think that generically you don't want to fuck next to your parents where they can see it. Yeah. Or hear it. You know, like, fucking next to anyone where they can hear it's kind of an asshole move. You know? Where it's just kind of like, oh, is there, are these walls paper thin? And you're like, God, I don't give a shit. They're going to hear some just shit. Just fucking bang away, cuz. Yeah, like, they're going to hear some animal noises. Fuck them. Get up on this, fam. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I had this. Uh, I had this apartment when I first moved to Laramie. And uh, when I first moved to college. And the walls were pretty thin, and this couple on the other side of the wall was really just going to town, like monkey noises and shit like that, you know? And it was always, like, it was every fucking night from, like, 10.30 until midnight. And they, you know, like, I give them credit. They were fucking going to town on it. But as a single man trying to get some sleep, you know, my respect ran out in, like, one to two nights, you know? Where I was, I just, like, I don't give a shit if if I respect you now. I'm fucking tired and I need to go to sleep. 
I have an eight o'clock class I would really like to get up for. And and so how I got back at them was not having equally loud sex on the other side of the wall because I again I was single and I was like painfully single where I was like girls were going, Oh, this guy's fucking whoa, look at this fucking guy. So what I did actually avoiding you. Yeah. So I just I took my computer speakers and put porn on the loudest setting I could and plastered it against the wall and then hit the wall with a wiffle bat for like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Just one night, just like ga 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 while the loudest porn was going on on those speakers. I mean, like it was awkwardly loud. I got the cops called on me from the lady beneath us because she had a kid. But you know what? It made the point. They stopped fucking roll loud later in the evening. And I got some sleep. Even if the cops, you know, had to come and, and be like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, you know, like, officer, seriously, this sound this is going to sound weird. It's going to sound weird, but I promise it makes sense. <laughs> Hear me out. Yeah, and he actually laughed. The officer laughed, and he goes, all right, uh, maybe just, you know, not again. And I was like, well, as long as they don't fuck real late, I won't have to do it again. Yeah, I won't have to do it again. And he goes, well, if you do, maybe just call the cops and uh, tell them you're going to be doing it. And then they won't come over here. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Because they'd be like, hey, those people are fucking, I'm going to bash on the wall again. <laughs> Just seems like the weirdest fucking thing that you could ever like <laughs> tell a dispatcher. Like, hey, dispatcher, those people are fucking, I'm going to hit the wall again. <laughs> send Officer O'Malley right over. Yeah. Hey, don't send an officer over. I'm going to be doing that wall bashing again. Because <laughs> those people are fucking... Yeah, I could tell you've never lived in a ghetto like I currently do. My neighbors the other night were being super loud, but they were fucking, they were legit stabbing a guy. That is yes. fucking horrifying. Yeah, but you know what, though? It. Hold on, though. <laughs> Hold on, though. He's What he's not telling you is that he goes up there after this fight and these bangings. Like, he heard actual banging, like, not, like, Fucking, but like, no, like somebody people. was getting thrown into things. And he, instead of actually calling the police, he thinks to himself, "I'm gonna go up there, knock on the door, tell him what, give him the what for, <laughs> give him the old what for." Yeah, I'm gonna go knock and say, "Hey, fuckface, calm your shit down." Then he gets up next to the door, and he hears, "Yeah, you go ahead." Fucking call the cops. And then he takes pause. At that point, he takes a pause. And then he goes, maybe I will. And then does call the cops. Which is lucky for him because right after that, right after the like, you go ahead. I'm walking down and the call the cops. Back to my place. Cops that guy rushing. stabbed the other person. Stabbed. Like physically stabbed the other person. And fuckface McGee over here was going to go knock on the door going, hey, you quieted down in there. Real Canadian. Yeah. Hey. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. It's real loud in there. Mm. Sorry to disturb you. Yeah. Sorry for knocking, but it'd be really nice if you quieted it down in there. Maybe not stab each other, eh? Yeah. Nope. Stabs fucking stabs. Yeah, but I was smart about it. You were not. No, bullshit. you were not. I was I because you know my- what you could have done is called the cops when you were in the basement, and then they wouldn't have been stabbed. Nope. You were vagrant. Nope, I was smart about it because I brought my own knife just in case something like that would happen. You just knock on the door and go, "Is this a stab party?" <laughs> I'm here for the stab party. <laughs> Wait like, a minute. Hey, quiet it down in there, and they open the door, and you're like, "What?" And you're like. Are we about to stab some shit? Yeah, <laughs> I looked around. Wait a minute. Yeah. There's no Asian businessman yeah. here. I'm out. Where's the glass uh, bottom boat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone better shit on this coffee table. I'm going to start stabbing. Yeah. Son of a bitch, you sex of shit. Somebody better shit on that goddamn glass <laughs> coffee table or I'm stabbing everyone in here. Uh, 
And you're like, I actually got stabbed a second ago. I was like, this isn't about you. <laughs> this is about my confusion. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking am erect right now <laughs> and have a knife in my hand. Someone's getting stabbed or can- or yeah. jizzed upon. <laughs> Either way, you're getting stabbed. <laughs> Someone's getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a thing. Oh, oh fuck. Oh shit. So to wrap this around, go to, story to wrap one. this around. Oh fuck. She's not the asshole. No, I currently am for letting a guy get stabbed. Yeah, and and together they're kind of an asshole for fucking next to their parents. That's your only that's, the, answer that's the only dick move. It's like quit fucking next to your parents. That's kind yeah. of the thing. And just like, call the cops much earlier. Yeah, you know, if if you didn't fuck next to your parents, they wouldn't even caught you. You know, if, like fuck elsewhere. Just yeah. the whole thing. Like yeah, to fuck your cousin Tom. Just do yeah. it somewhere that's not in the right next Find to your parents. An excuse to leave the house like yeah. a normal cousin couple would do. Yeah, just don't retard. fuck next to your goddamn parents, you weirdo. Yeah, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, you have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also reach us on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. And if you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podby.com. All right, so this one doesn't seem like much of a question, it's just more of a statement, really. My roommate succeeded in giving himself auto brewery syndrome by boofing yeast. So for the past two weeks, my one roommate, our attic one that seems to be doing always doing dumb shit, has been using an enema system to supplant brewer's yeast into his colon in hopes of giving himself auto brewery syndrome, which is where the body produces its own ethanol for one reason, metabolic issues, or another... Shoving yeast up your ass. Well, now he is drunk 24-7, can't eat bread or sugar, or he gets smacked, and he forgot how much gas yeast makes. He shit himself twice today. All his shit is apparently like fire. Well, it's full of alcohol, so no shit. And his head hurts. I'm about ready to get the landlord to kick him out. He has run off naked on PCP, stole the tourist seeds, thinking they were morning glory seeds, and now made himself into a brewery. I want this to be true so bad. So auto brewery syndrome is an actual thing. Yeah. It's an actual thing. There's a very small part of the population that actually creates their own ethanol. So... For the most part, they're walking around just intoxicated the entire time. Uh, the fact that this guy actually was able to give himself auto brewery syndrome by putting by putting uh, brewer's yeast up his ass is something I've never heard. I think it's highly unlikely, but who knows? Yeah, it also says it here true. that he has run off naked on PCP. So he might just be on PCP. You also notice there's not a question here. It's just really kind of like a this is a this is a fucking thing I'm dealing with. I want them not to kick this guy out, but start filming their exploits. Yeah, and turning it that d- to reality TV. It does seem like it's kind of like uh, like weekends with Greg. <laughs> you know, like so let's see what fucking let's see what crazy ass shit Greg's gonna get into yeah. this weekend. Let's you know? tune into the YouTube channel. And uh, I will say, if he was able to actually give himself auto brewery syndrome by by actually doing an enema of brewer's yeast, for the love of God, please don't let that get out. <laughs> you know, kids like, are already sticking shit up their ass to get drunk. Quicker. Yeah, the old butt chug, you know, the old butt chug. But it just seems like that's not true. It just just seems like that's not a thing that can actually happen. Well, way back in the day, the ancient Incas would uh, put nicotine up their own ass. Yeah, and if you do I mean, enough nicotine, it will give you. Uh, it will get you really high, almost the same effects of any uh, hallucinogen will. Sure, but it's a stimulant. Yeah, the body, you know, rids itself of toxics fairly quick. 
Yeah. I mean, you have to really put a lot of nicotine up your ass. Yeah, to I mean, there's people fat. that uh, there's, there's people that crush, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like Adderall or not crush, but like pour Adderall into a a wet paper towel or whatever. Ritalin is one of them, and they put it up their ass just, just to get that it. the whole thing, just yeah. keister the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Just uh, prison pocket that thing and. I've heard of people doing that with cocaine so they didn't have to snort it, you know. I've heard of people doing it with meth. Uh, Yeah, you know, so, I mean, I get that part. But the fact is that I've never actually heard of someone inducing a metabolic condition that is a genetic condition with an enema. Even if it was still kind of true, if he self-induced himself to give himself auto brewery... uh, whatever uh auto brewery syndrome syndrome it's highly unlikely that it would uh continue for more than uh 48 hours yeah and that's that's the kind of thing like i don't think that it's going to stay no it could not because auto brewery syndrome is a is a genetic condition yeah so he can't actually create a genetic variation in himself by putting brewer's yeast in his ass. I mean, this is Dolly the Sheep on a totally different level. Yeah, <laughs> it's not I mean, true. I, I just gotta say, like, it, it's just like he may have created a situation where he was dealing with some shit because he put a bunch of yeast in his ass. Yeah, you, you know that got- that's probably true. Where he's just kind of like, oh, my ass is doing some crazy shit. And he may have actually had his ass create some ethanol. He probably gave himself one hell of a yeast infection yeah. in his butt. You know, he could have actually had uh, like some his colon create some ethanol based on the increased amount of yeast that he put in there. Uh, but I will say that it's likely to go away. <laughs> Very likely. Because his ass is good at probably expelling yeah. some shit, you know, like that shit. Is, that is uh, what our butts do. Yeah, it since, expels. Especially since he shit yeah. twice that same fucking day, you know. Uh, I just don't, like, I don't believe it. I don't know. I want to, though. But I want this to be yeah, real sure. so bad. Yeah, but I also think that, uh, I think that this guy is... On PCP. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, and he's got, you know, like, he buys brewer's yeast to put it in his own ass. He runs naked on PCP, steals some seeds, because there's some other sort of crazy fucking seeds that he thinks they are. Uh, he's got a lot of fucking problems, you know? I mean, in general. Also, he said that, like, this is this is my roommate, not the one that lives on the same floor, but the one that we've put in the attic, you know, like he's even started being like, no, nah, it's the attic fucking guy. Yeah, Oh, the attic guy. What's he up to? Now? You know? Yeah. Like we've already put him up there. Cause I mean, fuck, who knows? Who knows what he'll do? Who now? knows what that fucking guy's up to? He's keister and fucking yeast. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. He shit his pants twice. Yeah, he's well, no fucking shit. shitting himself, you know? <laughs> the guy has a yeast infection yeah, worse than your girlfriend ever had. Yeah, and so maybe he's just a, he's just got altered mental status because of a badass yeast infection, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the, the road I'm uh, going on. Bad yeast infection in his ass. But then that's he's horrible. Like, he goes, the guy ran naked on PCP. And you just kind of go like this. He gave himself this one crazy genetic condition from shoving all this brewer's yeast up his ass, but it has nothing to do with the fact that he does PCP. Wait, this is the weirdest thing this guy's ever done, putting yeast up his ass. Yeah, like I I think that running half naked on PCP is probably the weirder thing. Yeah. To be honest Um, with you. When 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 you see a roommate... I, I would have to guess because I have never had a roommate this bad. I've had some bad roommates, but I've never had a roommate this bad. Well, you just kind of go like, hey, bud, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to fucking I'm going to give myself auto brewery syndrome because of this uh, keistered yeast. And you guys won't even know what the fuck's going on. I'm not going to have to pay for alcohol. 
You guys will be drinking from my yeah. ass in no time. Yeah, you guys are going to be fucking... I'm going to be the one laughing all the way to the bank. The drunk bank. What's up? And uh, and you're like, dude, you did a bunch of PCP last week. And he goes, fuck you. This isn't this week. <laughs> this is yeast week. Yeah, and you just kind of have to go, I guess, yeah, all right. It really know, coincides with shark week. I yeah, I guess all right. But then but then you look at like trying to make a scientific standpoint on what he's trying to do and you go, We well, did PCP last week and he keistered a bunch of yeast this week. And if he eats bread or sugar, he's kinda getting smacked. You're like, maybe he's got uh fucking diabetes, dude. <laughs> yeah, his carb uh, counts way too high. Yeah, maybe he's got diabetes also. But uh, I think this guy has a host of problems. Yeah, maybe also, maybe he also is doing like keistered yeast and the PCP. And then you're like, oh, he's fucking wrecked because of the auto brewery thing. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm fucking high on PCP, really. See if our brewer friends can make a batch <laughs> with the keistered yeah. yeast. Keistered <laughs> yeast. This beer tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, in general, I think that I think that maybe you're overthinking it, you know, like going, "Holy shit, he did it! He did it like this monumental genetic task. He keistered a fuck ton of brewers yeast, and now he has switched his genetics over to this auto brewery syndrome. And he has green eyes now. Weird. So he is just always smacked because he's eating bread and sugar, or." And I, I want to stress that or he put a bunch of yeast in his keister and he's drunk <laughs> yeah. or is doing PCP. I'm willing to bet the latter there. Yeah. And if yeah. anything else, if anything else, if he was able to get high or drunk off of eating bread or sugar while he keistered all that brewer's yeast... It's likely to go away pretty soon because he cannot induce a genetic condition by keistering a bunch of yeast. <laughs> I like the idea there's just a constantly drunk guy shitting his pants though in the attic. Yeah, he's just like, I'm drunk and you guys are laughing. You guys will be laughing. I'm so drunk. Yeah, I'm shitting. You guys my are pants. over there be you drinking it like fucking hooligans. Yeah. You guys are going to be laughing yeah. when I'm you done guys, with this. You guys are over there drinking your beer like it's the 20th century. Yeah, I'm over here living in the 30th. Yeah. I'm over here living 20, 37 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissing out my ass, but, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. Eat shit. I'm going to eat this white bread and get hammed. It's like shitting iron fiery pokers. That's what it's like. But at least I'm hammed all the time. Yeah. 2037, oh. fuckers. I want PCP. <laughs> I want to talk to the roommate right now, the drunk one. All right. Hey, don't listen to these guys. Even if they kick you out, we know a guy that will let you probably live rent-free at his place. All you have to do is prove your loyalty to him by shitting in front of him. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you're going to have a problem. So I'm going to give you an address later. Yeah, just be like, yeah. hey, bud, you want a keister this yeast? <laughs> Whose shit is this? It's my shit. Whose shit is this? It's my shit. Let's let's do it in front of me. Let's Prove glass it. bottom boat it. <laughs> and we can keister this yeast. <laughs> and we can both have a good time. <laughs> I got two bags of white bread. We're gonna have a yeah. fucking fine time. Do you like your sugar brown or granulated? Uh, yeah. Let's let's fucking let's keister this yeast and eat a fuck ton of sugar in the raw. <laughs> We're going to have myself a good time. Yeah, this is going to be a good-ass weekend. <laughs> Keister yeast boners. <laughs> All right, am I the asshole, possibly overreacting am i the asshole for possibly overreacting my wife's mistake by leaving the house for a week so i am a big fan of seinfeld and i used to watch it every day after school with my dad i had a poster that was signed by the actors who played the four main characters jerry kramer costanza and elaine 
Not like everyone would know mm. those characters, I'm sure, yeah. The poster has always been really important to me because watching Seinfeld with my dad is one of the few times I got to spend time with him. He had a lot of personal issues. And he personally went and got it signed to give me for my 21st birthday. So yeah, it's not just a dumb poster to me. It has a lot of sentimental value. Now my wife and I have been trying to... Uh, oh, jeez to raise money to start a college fund for our kids. As you do, we've been selling stuff that we don't need anymore, and I guess you can see where this is going. I hadn't been in my study a few weeks as I had been on an extended business trip, and when I came home to my study, my poster is gone. I asked my wife where it is, and she said she sold it on eBay. Here's where it gets iffy. She claimed she assumed it would be okay to sell since it's just a poster, despite it being so sentimental to me the reason i am suspect is because she was very unhappy with me going on this business trip she tried to forbid me going because she couldn't come with me in parenthesis to make sure i behave myself parenthesis however i couldn't say no i literally had to go where i'd severely hurt my reputation at work so when i leave we're fighting when i come back my most prized possession is gone in a mistake See where I'm coming from? I told my wife I was going to stay in a motel for one to two weeks and that if she wants me to save my save this marriage, my poster better be back in my study when I get back. She's supposedly been an emotional wreck ever since, according to her sister. Am I the asshole? My friends think I am having a hissy fit. I need to grow up. I don't think this guy's an asshole one bit. Well, not at all. And he, and here's the thing about this. Here is the thing about this. That's a genuinely good show. <laughs> one of the best shows ever. And you one got something. One of the best ones ever. Even had the best producer and, and yeah. director and Larry so, David. So here's the question I have. How much does she get for it? No shit. No how valuable that thing had to have been to get all four actors. Yeah, you get Jason Alexander, Lu- Julia yeah. Louis-Dreyfus, Michael Richards, and Jerry Seinfeld's signature on it. Honestly, if if she got a chunk, be like, hey, maybe that's worth more, really, you know? But the fact is that she didn't really actually bring up how much she got for it. And the fact that he's really pissed off means that it probably wasn't very much. Or he didn't even ask. I don't know. Maybe it means more to him, like it's a an invaluable thing. Yeah, It's a family heirloom of his dad, like, went out, got it signed by all the actors. Yeah. It's like, son, I have a lot of personal problems. You know this. This yeah. is one of the fine times we had together watching the show after school. But I know that I'm not in the right place, but the last act of love like he I died. give to you... Is this poster like he died? By all the actors and gave her the poster. Yeah, and so she like the the whole point that that we're trying to like the whole thing that that he's making it out is that it's a spite thing. Like yeah. he goes, I'm going on this business trip because I have to if I'm going to keep this job, and she's like, Well, if you're going to go, I'm going to fuck your life. You know. Yeah. That's kind of the way he's making it out. Yeah. What are you yeah. going to do next, Lee? Next business trip he goes on, you're going to sell his baby shoes? Yeah. like <laughs> Shit like that. His mom's engagement like, ring. I just moved. <laughs> I moved in and even tell you. We now live in a completely different house. Also, your mom's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. I sold everything. Everything. And, uh, like. You know, I there there's a part that goes maybe he's oversensitive about this poster. Maybe, maybe. You know, maybe she's talked to him about it a bunch of times and he goes, No, no, no. And then she got a sweet fucking deal on it. It was like grands, like thousands of fucking dollars, you know. Where he, he's like pissed, but then if she goes, I got fucking two hundred thousand dollars for that poster and he goes, Wait, whoa, what? You know, that's yeah. I'm not happy, but two hundred thousand dollars—that's a—that's something. That's that's you know, chunk. But but the whole thing is that like she didn't do that. Like she 
Like the, it, it just wasn't even mentioned that that was even a key. So it doesn't seem as though it was like somebody is sitting on a poster worth a couple hundred thousand dollars. Probably. Oh, hands down has to be. Yeah, and and probably got it for like fifty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And uh, what are you gonna do with fifty bucks in college? Go yeah. to the food court and get she just one goes, thing to eat. Oh, guy's gonna go on a business trip. He's gonna get fucked. You know, if he's gonna fuck something, I'm gonna fuck him. And and the funny thing about it, business trips, it's funny. That uh, you think that what's funny about business trips, I think, if you have a, a a jealous wife, I don't necessarily. But if you if you if you have a jealous wife, I think like business trips, you're going to go to all these fucking places and just get on it. Just ugh, just get <laughs> with all these ladies. You're like, no, I'm with the people I'm on the business trip with. And we're usually talking about business. It's Chad and Jason. And then I'm going to sleep. We have drinks. We talk about business with drinks. And then I go to sleep. Um, Not exactly so no. So no. So no. So she's like, oh, I'm going to make sure he's behaving or else I'm going to sell his prized possession, you know? And that really is a sack of shit move on her. Yeah, part. right. I want to know what else she's fucking spitefully doing when he's not around. Probably fucking other dudes when he's on business right? trips. And that's the thing about this is that people act in such a way when they are in these situations. People act in such a way that leads people to believe that they are in the wrong, right? So, cheaters commonly get super jealous with their spouses to say, "Oh, you can't do all these things because they feel like a, a, a like a like a residual guilt for them cheating and all that kind of stuff." And so then they get super guilt ridden with their spouses and say that uh, you can't go do all this stuff with whomever and and all this stuff. And, oh, I've lived through that shit before. Yeah, right. And so then so then you get to the point where it's like this spite-filled fucking monster that she's got going on. Where you can't necessarily say like she's she's pissed off that she can't go on this business trip. That's her big deal. She's pissed off she can't go on the business trip. And so the whole thing is that why does she want to go on the business trip because she feels as though she's going to be fucking or he's going to be fucking things. On this business trip. And so then you have to look at that. Say, like, why the fuck is she pissed off she can't go on this business trip? And then you have to turn around and say, who the fuck in their monster-ass fucking mind would sell the prized possession of their spouse while they're on a business trip because they couldn't fucking go? Like, that's a, that's a, that's in a, that's a fucking Trump move. Like that's oh, a that's a shit dick. That's move. a shitty dick fucking move. Oh, that's the worst move you, you know, could possibly like, make. Out of spite, like if she honestly didn't fucking know the sentimental value of this thing, let's say that. Let's go on that str- that train here and say that she honestly didn't know the sentimental value of that poster to him, right? Let's just let's just go down this this thought train here, then. Then at that point in time, you have to say to yourself, like, does she even fucking give two shits about this dude? Because if she honestly didn't know how much this fucking thing meant to him, does she give two shits about anything else he does? Probably Like, he, he keeps bringing up the fact that, it, like, he's got a stud. For, for, no, let's, let's, uh, uh, let's back this up. He's got a study. Who the fuck has a study these days? I don't have a fucking study. I have a lot of rooms. No studies. I definitely don't. Yeah, good for him, right? Yeah, I have my bedroom, my daughter's bedroom, and neighbors that stab each other. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah. I have a whole fucking house with kids' rooms and all this shit. No studies. So, good for you. Good for you, bud. But he's got a study, and he's like, I haven't been in my study in weeks. (laughs) 
Uh, I've been out tending to the <laughs> servants. Yes, I've been doing business things because I've been out of my study. So it's he's the got only this time, thing. really, to be out of your study if you're doing yeah. business things somewhere else. Yeah. Perhaps a trip of business. S- so he's got this thing hanging in what he calls his study. And at that point, you would suggest that it's not just a poster because he's chosen to put it in what he calls a study. Right? It's not just like, hey, look at that fucking poster. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if he calls his study like the room where there's a kegerator and whatever else, maybe that's different. Like he's just saying things like he's exaggerating them. Like, this is my study. You're like, that's a corner of the garage where the fucking kegerator is. All right. There's an old punching bag hanging up you never use near it. Yeah. But it seems as though he's saying that it's in a room in his house that is very important to him. And then the poster is in that room. Then he turns around and says the lady is uh, spiteful and blah, blah, blah. We've already talked about that. So then it comes to the point where it's like, you know, you have to fucking know. You know, it's not a it's not an like I'm a dumb lady thing. You are his wife. He's probably brought up the fact that this is his most prized possession, probably besides his daughter that he has. Yeah, you have to know, you know, the sentimental value behind it. I guarantee you, because it had to deal with his father and the personal issues and whatever else, you knew the sentimental value of that poster prior to you being married because of the value of that poster. The way he says it, it happened prior to them even getting together. Then she takes it and goes, fuck this guy. I'm selling this thing. And he writes a question as though she sold it for fucking beans. I wouldn't be surprised. And then now he's pissed and is staying in a motel. And he goes, am I the asshole? And what I suggest is you should fucking divorce this lady. I'm on the same boat. Divorce her. You're not having a hissy fit one bit. No. And I think that you're the asshole for staying in a motel. What I think is that you divorce her and tell her to get the fuck out. Yeah. Or split everything down the middle and get yourself another house. Because if you have a study in your house, it's a nice house. Or you get that goddamn poster back and you sell it for what it's actually worth. Yeah. Which is kind of a lot of money. Or Not to Michael wife. Richards so much since he had that weird N-word yeah. thing. But, uh, you know, the rest of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. the rest of them. They're still I mean, good. Still good. Yeah, they're still all right. Still doing all right. Yeah, the rest of them are fine. Michael Rich is not so much, but, yeah. uh, you know, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah, you get that poster back, then you sell that wife. That's what yeah. you do, bud. Yeah, uh, Ten says she's not going to get it back no. because that person's going to be like, yeah, you can have it back for $200,000. And she's going to be like, I can't pay for that. I can't. Uh, and she, and then she's going to be fucking craning her neck around like a weirdo. She's going to look like a fucking just sloth. She's going to be a weird sloth fucking person the whole time. Like, I couldn't get it back because I, uh. <laughs> she just can't even make an audible sentence. Just, yeah. Uh. Yeah. She's just going to do that. She's going to eke her way into it. And then you're going to be like, well, I'm sorry. Fuck. Uh, sounds like you're the worst human being that's ever lived. And you're going to have to deal with that. And so then you just go, hey, fuck face. I'm done with this because of irreconcilable differences. See in hell. I.E. you've sold my shit. I don't like it. And then you just get a divorce. That sounds easy, bud. Yeah. We probably doled out the best advice there. Boom. Divorce. Yeah. That's what you need. That was actually good advice. That, yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. That was the best advice we've ever given. Boom. Boom. That was for free. <laughs> Uh, 
All right, everyone. This has been episode 55. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in, downloading, and uh, listening in. This is All great. the stuff that you do for this show. Really do love it. Uh, we will... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and reach out to those uh, those people that have businesses that are listening. If you would like to advertise on this show, go ahead and let us know at uh, one of our... Uh, contact information that we're about to give pretty soon. If um, you want to ask a question, oh, please do. We live. Please for it. do. You can ask ask us a question or contact us at our Gmail, dearilladvised at gmail dot com. You can catch us on Twitter at dearilladvised. You can catch us on Facebook at dearilladvised. You can catch us on our website at dearilladvised.podbean.com. Please contact us and let us know how you feel about the show. The feedback is welcome. Or if you would like welcome. to uh, see something else, or if you would like to uh, uh, get an ad on the show. Yeah. That's really about it. That's it. And also, you can catch me tomorrow night at the Park Hotel, Rock ah. Springs, Wyoming. That starts at 9 o'clock. Come check out... Um, Funny guy, Mike Cheatwood, and myself, uh, and listen to some great music while you're there. Yeah, it's a record release party for the band Ta- uh, Squirrel Tap. They're a phenomenal punk band. It's going to be a great show. We're going to bring the funny and the music, and there's going to be booze. There you go. I'm not going to make any promises that there will be any glass bottom boats, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how no, the night no goes. No one wants that. And then you can catch Bill and I again at uh, Square State Brewing on July 6th at 8 o'clock for uh, some really good-ass comedy, as always. Uh, I don't really... I can't understate this. We're actually really good at this. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to oversell it either. Yeah. We're pretty good, so yeah, to come down and uh, come check us out. Yeah, I mean, we're good. We're good. We're not the best, but we're good. Yeah, we're good. We are the mayo of comics. <laughs> there you go. We're not the best, but we'll do. Yeah, we we make you laugh, but we're not going to yeah. make you laugh the hardest. Yeah, we're really good in potato salads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for hanging out with us and listening in. This is episode 55. We will see you at episode 56. Have a good night. <laughs>